0: Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey Kay. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mix and Smoker's you're a caterer competition or just a backyard cooker we have the smoker for you go check them out at myronmixonsmokers.com and now here is your host mikey k what's up guys so we are hanging out with tyler from smoking underscore ty on instagram um he's a big green egg guy um team green uh, he also does some stuff with uh, Second City Prime, which if you don't know who Second City Prime is, uh, they've been on the podcast before, so go back. They're a badass meat provider from uh, Chicago, and uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast and hanging out with us. Tyler, how you been, bud? No, oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, really looking forward
1: to it. You know, we're doing the best we can while... Uh in these strange times but right uh you know we're hanging in there it's it's
0: going well so the first question i want to ask you now uh it'd be it's going to be weird right because it's normally like you you're probably used to answering questions about team green and all that i want to talk to you about your uh your cotton gin smoker that you just got oh yeah no i uh i picked it up in february
1: you know cooked on it a few times now
0: how do you um, like that access
1: panel? You know what? It's nice. It's nice to be able to open that um, and, you know, add charcoal if you need to, you know, throw some more wood chunks in there, whatever. Um, I haven't done a multi-level cook yet. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, it it's a good, useful tool. I mean, I, I know he didn't he didn't have it on his first uh, his first view he did so um,
0: Matt's a great guy you know he hasn't I don't know have you, have you had him on here before we had him on a long long time ago so I got to get him back um, it was before they were really making drums they were trying to make offsets they were trying to make okay. reverse I believe they were making reverse flow offsets and then they kind of stopped and then they came back with these badass drums. And I like it because it has the access panel. That's what really draws me into it. Yeah. No, I, I've, again,
1: I, I haven't done that many cooks on it, but so far I love it. Um, I, I did a couple pork butts on it. Um, okay. Those turned out great. I'm a hot and fast guy, but okay. um, those were great. Uh, I hung some summer sausage, so that was fun. Okay, um, and I hung it. I hung a tri tip, which was I did a uh, reverse sear, um, and hung it. You know, hung it for like an hour and a half or something, and to you know take it to temperature and then uh, seared it off on the on the egg.
0: Now let me ask you this question: When you hung it, you obviously hung it from the from the thicker part of it, but did you feel like? it it like with my ribs when i hang ribs i kind of feel like they stretch out nicely because of the gravity and i don't know if that's just in my head or if it's actually true um yeah (laughs) you know i
1: didn't you know i i didn't notice any stretching but uh you know it tri-tip it's not it's not the longest it's not very big um you know, it was probably a two-pound tri-tip, so it didn't have. There wasn't a lot of weight to it. Yeah, and and when you're hanging it from the you know fat part of the tri-tip, you the weight's already you know already. It's up, not right. like the weights at the bottom.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah, exactly. You're you're holding you're holding the majority of the weight, right? And I just didn't know. Did it like my I guess my question was: Did it shrink up like kind of like it normally does, or did it have that little bit of more? Did it hold its length? Because that's kind of it. how. It, that's yeah. kind of how I feel with my ribs; that they hold their length. They don't shrink yeah. up on me.
1: No, I yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, it. I think it held it. It held it.
0: It held it. Uh, yeah,
1: and it was a. Uh, it was a good. It was a second city prime. Uh, tri tip, you know, some nice
0: great marbling in it. Uh, yeah, they get some pretty ones. Yeah, they really no. do. They get some really pretty tri tips. Um, I know we've gotten a couple of their Australian Wagyu ones. And, man, they're marbled. Yeah, I, some... I have not done the Wagyu ones yet, but even their Prime ones have some
1: some pretty good marbling to them.
0: You got to try that Australian Wagyu. Man, it's a game changer. It really is. It's insane. Um,
1: <laughs> they they, they some... look good on the website, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: they had some <laughs> A5s on there, and, uh, man... Man, a five is a different ball game, dude. They it hit hard, it really did. It was just, you know, it was just a, uh, so juicy, so perfect, um, super fatty, and and not su- I guess I shouldn't say super fatty, but su- you know, great marbling to the point where no, you couldn't has, it, eat a ton it of has it. The
1: good, yeah, it it has the good fat in the inside that you you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not. <laughs> you're not cutting into it and you know yeah eating exactly. chewy fat you're
0: you know exactly exactly it's melt it's melting in your mouth yeah so obviously you're on team green you're doing that when do you when did you kind of really start pursuing the big green egg like when when did you get your first egg um you know
1: my first egg I got probably five or six years ago um okay you know I'm good buddies with Chris Shem Town griller yep um before when he was down in Milwaukee which is near me um you know he he sold me on the egg we'd go over to his house and you know have dinner over there and
0: you were like, this is
1: fantastic. He, yeah, I went over there a couple times. He sold it, you know. I'm like, this is great. So I finally got one uh, from Paul in, yeah. uh, when, not, when he was over in uh, – it was before he was in Milton. So where was he before that?
0: I can't um, He was in uh, – oh, oh, God. Why is my mind blanking? Evansville. Evansville, thank you.
1: Yeah, or Evan, yeah, Evansville. Yeah. So I, I – you know hooked up with paul and bought a uh actually bought one of the demo ones okay so I started with a large loved it now i have a large and a mini max and you know I, the large is a good size probably wish i had an xl i sold my dad on one uh about a year ago and made sure he got an xl yeah but um you know, the large is the large is big enough um it's hard to do bigger cuts, but like briskets I have, you know, I've done a brisket, but it's, you know, you kind of got to form it to the, to the large. Well, that, that, that's
0: where you start to struggle. Right. Um, and you, you start to kind of have to play almost like the, um, the, what's the, like, make sure it fits kind of kind of yeah, type thing right yeah
1: you're, you're you're kind of playing tetris with the egg with that's the word i was looking for tetris um, yeah no, you're you're kind of playing tetris with, with a large but um you know you you can get it to fit um i've done it and it turns out great you might get a you know with a large you might get a corner that's a little crispy just because it's you know not over the plate setter but and you're getting it's getting um, that direct heat it's hitting right, it. yeah right right Right, you're you're getting a little mo- exactly. You're getting direct heat just because it's all the way to the edge.
0: Yeah, and I mean that'll have if you get a if you know big brisket on a extra large, you'll still get that. You know what I mean? But um, mm. I would say I'm more of a I like my extra large just because I do have a little bit more of that room.
1: Right, right. No, I yeah, I I have cooked on my dad's extra large, and it's uh. You know it it sets up differently though. You know your your grades a lot closer to the coals with the XL. It um, is, but the extra room is is nice when you're going for uh, a brisket cook or something like that.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it you are a little bit closer, I guess. But I feel like I'll I'll go the little bit closer to have that extra that extra room.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yep
0: right i wish i had an xl but i don't <laughs> see you can always sell your large and get an xl
1: yeah there we go
0: <laughs> but you do have the mini max which is so nice because um you can do i like cuz i have the xl and i have the mini max yep. and i i love it because i can do i can reverse sear really quick yep. and yep. really easily in that sense is just get everything on um, on the you know on the xl put stakes on there let him get to the desired temp pull them and then boom straight onto the minimax and just sear 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 sear
1: yep yep no i i agree i do that all the time fire them both up get that get the minimax hot um you know go low and slow on a you know thick steak or something and then sear it off on the minimax plus the, the minimax is great i mean it's it's the perfect size I take it tailgating everywhere. Um you know, just heavy. It, it's not too bad. Oh. I mean, you can you can move it. You can move um, it, but it's a, it, it
0: it's not like a you feel that well, way. I'm
1: not going to carry, you know, I'm not yeah. carrying it 100 yards or anything, but to pull it out of the back of the truck and yeah, throw it on the little stand, you
0: know, when it's
1: a few feet from the truck, it's easy.
0: Now, do you have the uh that lovely kick ash basket in there? Uh I do have a kick ash basket in my max. yes. So the nice thing I like about that with uh with the kick ash basket is um and this is something that, you know, I got from Chad. He's like, Man, he's cause we were like, Oh, we want to take a tailgating, but like it's gonna take forever to cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, No, no, he's like, think about it. He's like, put the kick ash basket in there and I'm like, Okay. He's like, and then all you have to do is um when you're done, he's like, pull the basket. Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't think about it." He's yep. like, "Yeah, just pull the basket." And he's like, "Once you pull the basket, he's like, that thing will cool down in whatever 25 takes, 30 minutes." Yeah, it it still takes a little while to
1: cool down. You know, the ceramics get hot, but Of course. Yeah, but um, it's not like if again, you left you that you you have no fuel in it. So um yeah. You know. You, there's it, nothing there that's going to start a fire if you put it in your, you know, in, in your the, truck your or whatever, and you, when it's a
0: little warm yeah. Exactly. Which, which at that point you're fine. Right. And that that's right, kind of right. like what I think he was getting at mostly was you're perfectly fine putting it in because it's not going to do anything.
1: Right. Yeah you're you're getting you're getting the hot coals out. You got there's there's no fuel in it, so you put it in. It's 150 degrees as long as it's not on something that you're going to melt. It's you're you're fine. You're
0: perfectly fine. And even at 100
1: even at 150 degrees it's still not going to do anything.
0: Yeah, it's not going to I mean it's really not going to melt much. It's probably not going to burn anything, you know. But it, it it it's the perfect way to do it.
1: Yeah, no, I I take it everywhere. Tailgate, you know, Packer games, Brewer games, whatever. Badger games. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I would agree with you and like you said, as long as you're not you're not uh, moving it a ton, you're doing okay. Yeah, I mean, and I guess heavy.
1: You got the little handler, so if you got another guy with you, it's it.
0: If you got guys, enough, it's really light. If you got but, two guys, it's okay. If you got one, yeah. and it's a little, it's a little, it's a little. It's heavy. a
1: little heavy, but I I still carry it to the backyard my own, and, you know, by myself. It's not, it's not too bad.
0: You're you're just that man, man enough. I you know, I guess so. you, Wisconsin boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, out of the brute farm boys over here.
0: <laughs> uh now what's the biggest thing you've done on your mini I know that I've done uh I've done a seven and a half, no eight eight and a half pound shoulder. Really? We got, yeah, we got an eight and a half pound shoulder in there. Um, now granted that the uh the thermometer may have came out, but uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's not much room in there.
1: So, but we we got it done. It was great. I have not done a big cook. No, I mean I seared off like a tomahawk steak or something. But we've done some chickens too. Yeah, I have You know what? I haven't done a big piece of meat where I just solely cook it in there. I'll have to try it.
0: That intrigues me now. Yeah, it, dude. It's <laughs> it's crazy because that thing holds so well. And yet, are it, you able to? If you, you, you did a butt, are you able to keep that temp pretty low? Because uh, I was tough. at two twenty five, two twenty five, two fifty the whole time. Okay, yeah.
1: like I said, I'm hot and fast. I normally go about three pork butts. I'm normally three three twenty five.
0: Yeah, like um, in the mini max, it's a little harder to get up to that temp with that size pork yep. butt you know what i mean just because the airflow and everything Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: you, you you struggle a little bit more but you're also like i mean it's almost kind of like a pressure cooker because it's so small right so you're basically you're like right above the coals you don't have much yeah, yeah much, no there's not much room it's <laughs> there's not, not like, much room above those coals exactly so it's just insane how uh how well it still does hold yeah and how well Uh, it still
1: does it intrigues me i'm gonna have to try something i'll maybe i'll maybe i'll do a pork butt on it and see see what happens
0: i've done i've done some ribs on it um i had to roll them yeah you'd have to
1: do you know stack some half racks or something but
0: yeah well i rolled them okay so um and i did that and that was fine And then I've done whole chickens. It's fun to do whole chickens on that thing. Uh, I think they come out really, really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have, you know, tailgating is, I use it most for tailgating and then just searing off steaks. And, uh, you know, I I, I love to just, I, I love to take a nice thick pork chop or something, reverse sear it or, you know. Two inch thick steaks and go indirect on the large and and take it right over the coals on the mini max and yep you know especially going caveman on the mini max I love that
0: oh yeah me and Paul were doing that the uh a couple weeks ago we were doing a um a cook for for his brother's uh, rotary club yeah and it was before all this crazy shit happened right and we um we did we did a couple tomahawks from uh second city prime actually yeah just, just caveman style you know and man were those people like super impressed they were like what do you mean you just threw it straight i on know <laughs> no like i don't it, understand people people don't get it if if they have not
1: seen it before or done it they think you're, you're gonna get a steak that has ash all over it it's gonna taste like crap yeah and it you know so it's the perfect way to sear a steak. I just love, thought it was I so
0: funny. I love Yeah, dude, I love manning it too. I, th- I think you get a great sear. I think it's really good. Um, I just think it's insane that so many people are, were like, what do you mean? I don't get it. Like, what else can I do like this? It's like pretty much nothing else. You can only do a steak. Um, I don't think I've ever tried cavemanning anything else besides a steak.
1: No, no, me neither. I would
0: imagine you could maybe do a piece of chicken. I don't know. Um and you could maybe do I uh, uh, I don't know maybe I, I, a pork chop. Never,
1: Yeah, maybe. Um I mean I I would think if you know, it I would think with another piece of meat you could do it. Um you know, you you get the occasional coal that sticks to the meat you just you know wipe it off and pull it off you know, a you're, bit and you're, you're good to go yeah yeah no I, to I me didn't mean it, guess it would be perfect perfect way to steer a steak if you know you haven't tried it make sure it's lump charcoal though
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely always make sure it's lump <laughs> no, uh, no don't, briquettes <laughs> don't go briquettes i've actually never I, I mean, I would never even attempt to try it with briquettes, ever. No, no, you'll, uh
1: then you'll have your ashy
0: steak. Your ashy steak, right? Yeah. yeah. We, uh, but yeah, we were doing it, we were do, we were reverse searing them, and we were just throwing them, you know, just, just straight on the coals, and everyone was, like, super impressed, and obviously they're beautiful tomahawk steaks in general, so they don't need much to, to be impressive. <laughs> yeah, let no, alone it's already a it's already a cool piece and cool
1: looking piece of meat.
0: Oh yeah. Especially when it's somebody when it's somebody who's not a big you know, they're they're not big grillers or they're not big cookers right. and and um you know their big thing like when they get a steak, they go to a steakhouse. Exactly. <laughs> that's their that's where they see and they don't see any of that.
1: Yep. Yeah so no. Tomahawks are Love a good tomahawk, nice, thick, you know, three pound, yep. three pound steak. It's
0: perfect. Nice, feed thick the whole t- family. Yup, I mean, dude, that's what I love about tri tip, too. Is yeah, that you can feed yeah. the whole family on it without you got leftovers with a tri tip, usually, the yeah, family.
1: yeah,
0: and it's like. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like leftovers are great because you take those leftovers and you sous vide them to keep them not, you know, going over. Yep. yep. And then you make steak sandwiches with it the next day because then it's amazing. (laughs) No, the sous vide is a
1: perfect way to reheat meat. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it's just as good second day. Throwing it in the sous vide and, you know.
0: Oh, my God, yeah.
1: It, it doesn't taste like a leftover that you threw Sometimes in the Sometimes I think it's better.
0: Out. Yeah. Because I feel like the, the smoke settles in, and then it just gets better.
1: It's been sitting in some juices for a little while now.
0: Yeah. And I always add a little bit of butter because, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> butter makes everything better.
0: Butter makes it all better, and just keep going. I will say, like I love doing, and I, then I also just love playing with the sous vide in in general, and reverse searing that way is having a sous vide, and then, um, you know, sousing a steak for a couple hours, and then throwing it onto throwing it onto the mini max, or throwing it onto you, uh, my PK grill, or whatever I want to throw it on yeah, that day. No, sous vide is the best way to not overcook a steak you know what i want to try sous vide and i don't know if it'll work i want to try sous vide wings
1: i have not sous vide chicken
0: i've sous vide chicken but never I chicken wings and i just kind of wonder if Is i it... did wings and then just seared them really fast if that would work so the question i
1: do if when you sous vide chicken does it come out a little pink I've heard it comes out a little pink.
0: Um it has not for me, no.
1: Or if you so so it, you know, you you get the white color to it?
0: Yeah. All
1: right. I've heard it comes out pink and then I, you know, that kind of turns me away from
0: now. Now my chicken looks now my chicken
1: looks undercooked, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you can get the same shit off smoking it.
1: Yeah, you can. I don't know. You get a little different tint.
0: I don't know how many times people have been like your chicken's underdone. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's pink. Yeah, it's smoked. Yeah, like perfectly fun. Perfectly, perfectly fun. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. But I, I've never. Ha- I, I know some people that will actually sous vide their chicken though, um, at like one fifty. Okay. And because they go for so long. They they just view it as being okay. And that could be why it's a little pink.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, there's people that do it. Because they keep I, it at, at that temperature for so long that it kills the bacteria anyways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the bacteria I, is going to
0: die yeah. over 145.
1: I'd go my... Uh... You know, i I'd be okay doing one. You know, taking it to like 155 and then throwing finishing it finishing out, finishing off on the grill and give it a little char to it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. But if I did wings, if I did a big bag of wings, really got some flavor into it, and then just seared them out, I wonder if that would be good.
1: Yeah, I think it's worth a shot.
0: They'd be tender. I know, they would. I just don't know if the skin would be super rubbery. That'd
1: be the issue. I don't know that you could get, yeah.
0: That I could get that nice crunch on a skin.
1: Yeah, because, you, you know, even with a steak, it's, that fat is a little, uh... Not the same. It, yeah, the fat, you don't get that char on the fat, like if you cook the steak fully on the on the grill, you know, from start to finish... That fat's a little different than if you do.
0: Than if you, yeah. If you
1: you, just do sous vide and then sear it.
0: Yeah, that is true. But it, I mean, I enjoy the. um, I enjoy the sous vide just because I can do it, and then I come back and, you know, like a couple hours later, whatever, it's done. Well, no, it makes it makes cooking something real easy. Yeah.
1: It, and know, it makes it almost idiot proof yeah I mean, it, throw a throw a couple steaks in there, let it sit for you know hour and a half two hours take it out, throw it on the grill for you oh know, shit dude grill. I go a lot longer <laughs> do you i yeah i don't even need, i don't even go that long i you know depending on the thickness i
0: hour and a half is plenty man i'll go I'll easily go like three four hours.
1: What do you cook a steak to in there?
0: Uh, usually like 120. Okay. I'll do like 120, maybe 122.
1: Okay. I did I I did one last night. It was 1 125, but it still comes out medium rare when you
0: Well, I mean, it. I take it out and then I I just sear it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I I let a good sear go onto it. Yeah.
1: And I did, I, yeah, I did 125 and then seared it a minute on each side, and it was, you know, good perfect. medium rare. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then every once in a while, I like doing the cast iron sear. Cast iron sears are fun. Um, yeah. Just because I, I like the crunch that I get from a cast iron sear. It,
1: it, it definitely builds a different type of crust on. on. Uh,
0: right, yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it it's a different crust than what you'd get on, on the grill.
0: Just get that nice crust. And
1: when you did when you did the A five, how did you uh, how did you cook your A five? I think I reverse seared it. I've done it. I I had it once.
0: I reverse I seared it, and I did
1: cast iron.
0: It it was so fast. The damn thing cooked. I think, I think it took. I'm trying to remember right now. Um, I think it was like 30 minutes for it to even get to, not even 30 minutes for it to get to, uh, like 122 degrees, 125 degrees. And
1: what, what temperature are you cooking at?
0: Uh, I was cooking at like 250, 275. Okay. So (laughs) nothing, nothing super hot. Yeah. That's pretty quick to get there. Yeah. It just, it I did
1: just a, moved uh, so fast. Yeah, I I did a cast iron. I did like a minute and a half aside. I mean, it it was, you know. I think it the a, the A five I had was like a pound, but it a pound okay. is like half an inch thick. I mean, it's so yeah, it's it's so dense. You know that that steak is so thin, but it's still so heavy. Yeah, and I think I cooked it like a minute and a half aside, and I would have done less the next time. Really? Yeah, in a hot cast iron skillet. Yeah. What do you think your cast iron was at? It was hot.
0: So like five six hundred. Yeah. Maybe a little hotter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it'll sear off quickly. It it did not take long. And just let it go let it rest a little bit then slice her up yeah and then it,
1: and then it's like putting candy in your mouth
0: oh yeah dude it there's there, it's just butter it really is it just butters out and it's it's great
1: yeah one little steak can feed can feed a couple people it's
0: crazy oh yeah because I mean it's so rich it, it's so rich and you you eat a little bit and then you're like Oh, I feel like death. <laughs> like you really do. You know what I mean. You feel like death if you eat too much because it fills yeah. you up so fast. Yeah. Like we did a, we did a a, a test trial, and we put a grass fed, um, an Angus Wagyu cross, and then a mm-hmm. full Wagyu, right? Yep. And we were just literally eating, like, maybe two slices off these New York strips. And you were just, like, you were stuffed by the end of it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I ate, like, four steaks.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I had this, you know, I had had one steak, and we had leftovers. Oh, yeah one steak and it's it not even that big
0: because mm-hmm. it fills you up yeah so fast and then you're just like oh my god i'm stuffed i'm i'm gonna die <laughs> like i'll be happy <laughs> but i'm gonna die oh uh, yeah right yeah it's like the happy death you're just like oh
1: You know what? If I died eating an A five, I'd be just fine.
0: You know, I'm I'm done with that. I'm done. I'd go. go I'd go happy. (laughs) You know, can't go any further. (laughs) Oh, now, what are some? Obviously, you can't do any more egg fest. We did an egg fest kind of together. We we were right next door to each other. Yeah. Um what are some things that you're going to try to keep yourself busy with this year, considering, you know, egg fests are pretty much probably canceled for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. know. It's hard. You you know, it, it's hard to predict what's, uh, what's going to happen. What's going to happen. Um, I mean, what we've been, you know, probably six weeks now since, uh, everything's basically been shut down.
0: Yeah. Um, I think so. I don't know. I have lost track
1: of time. Yeah, I know. It, it it is hard to keep. I don't know what day of the week it is anymore. It's, I've given up. You know. You know, for me I've been uh I've been going into the freezer, picking something new out every day and you know, freezer clean out for me. I got a, you know, half a cow that's going in there tomorrow, so I had to do some do some work to make some room.
0: Do you? Oh. That's yeah. a lot. Of, that's a lot of meat there. Yeah. We'll be set. It, it's funny that um, I was actually, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, and I'm going to continue talking about it, and I'm sure like some of my social media will get hit because I guess they don't like that people are actually actively talking out about it, but um, you know they're saying that there's a supply chain shortage. In the, yeah, in the food supply, yeah. which, which is complete, total bullshit. I've
1: seen that, too. You know, you have the couple uh, meat plants that are getting shut down because they have the virus in it, you know, some outbreaks. Um,
0: but it's there's but no I supp- haven't. There's no supply chain shortage. No. You know, when people are going to the grocery store and they're not seeing that shit, it's, it's just because trucks haven't come yet. But the big thing is, um, you know, what they're doing is they're telling they're telling people on this end that there's a supply chain shortage and then they're turning around to the farmers and saying, well, kill your hogs, kill your cattle because we're not paying you for them. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, (laughs) well, why, why do they not want to, you know, just process them up and give them, give them to the people? Well, the problem is, a lot of people don't buy everything commercially or they don't buy everything that comes off that hog. A lot of that shit goes to restaurants. A lot of that shit gets put into sausages and all that kind of stuff. And if those parties aren't purchasing, guess what? Yeah. It almost doesn't make sense for them to, to process that hog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't,
1: I don't foresee a shortage, but, um,
0: I think there's going to be know. a, unfortunately, I think there's going to be a, um, a, like an artificial created shortage.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, the problem now is you have so many people who are stocking up that, you know, they're buying a year's worth of meat when they go to the darn store. They're not, Yeah. they're not buying for a week like they used to. Yeah. That's why there's no meat in the store. You got a shopping cart full of, of meat in front of you.
0: Yeah, which is the problem.
1: It's the it's same thing with toilet paper. You know, everybody had the toilet paper shortage. It was,
0: you know, well, everyone everybody bought yeah a year's supply of way toilet more, paper, way, way more toilet paper than they needed to. Did you see there was there was one guy in Australia that bought like a ton of them, right? And he I was, think I know where you're going. I think I saw this story. Yeah. Where, where like he tried bringing them back. <laughs> he, he tried to sell. Yeah. Returning it. And he, eBay wouldn't let him sell it. <laughs> and, yeah. And, they me, were like, and the store basically told him to F off. Yeah, yeah. They were like, no.
1: <laughs> I did see that.
0: They were, And uh, you know, that's kind of good. That's, that's totally funny. good. Because yeah. it's like, dude, you were trying to be a shitty human in the first place. Yeah. Taking he was advantage stocking up and this. then he was going to sell it like why you know what i mean like <laughs>
1: you know n- nothing amazes me these days
0: i mean no nothing really does amaze me at all
1: no i you know new new stories come out and you just shake your head i don't you know and it's just it's like interesting times man interesting times yeah how are you? Uh, how, how's the uh, fire and smoke coming during this?
0: Dude, you hanging do, in there. We're doing the best that we possibly can right now.
1: Um, I see you keep doing, you know, weekend we're, stuff.
0: We're doing weekend stuff and trying to push menus on that on that route. Everything's pre sale. Uh, it's just too dangerous to really light up the smoker and fill her up and you know do what we were normally doing. Yeah, trying just to bend. It's just too dangerous right now. What? Uh,
1: uh, Right before this, how how were the pop-ups going?
0: Pop-ups were going great. You know, right before... here, Here's the biggest thing. Right before this, we put money down on a trailer. Ugh. And now we're waiting. Yeah. And the problem is that they're not building that trailer right now. So, like, I'm waiting for their plant to open back up. Yeah. And once they open back up, I'm able to then start continuing the the trailer build out right which is just a huge pain in the ass because I would like them to kind of be building it so like as soon as this thing's over I can get back right to right to, when to it's actually over, working. You're,
1: you're ready to go yeah
0: yeah so i don't know i don't know exactly what's going to happen with that in the sense of, obviously, we're going to get the trailer, but it's just how long is it going to take? Yeah. And then we had a ton. We had, like, uh, we probably had, like, ten graduation parties that we were supposed to do uh, in May that are no yeah. longer happening. I'm hoping that some of these people will push to June or July, you know what I mean, where they're, they're going to push them yeah. off. But I know, I, I know that people aren't going to. I know there's people that are just going to be like, oh, well, I guess we're just not going to do it. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah. You'll get some that will, that'll do it. Um, Oh, of course. We'll we'll get some of them. You're definitely, We won't get, we won't get all of them. You know what I mean? No, no. Yeah, no, I agree. Which sucks. What what about the, uh, what about the seasonings, the rubs and stuff?
0: The rubs are going, the rubs are going, yeah, the rubs are going good. They're selling, they're moving. And um, that's kind of, you know, it's not it's not enough to pay the bills in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. That's not the rub lines just there right now. We are looking at different co-packers to maybe start going to a co-packer. Um, because if I can go to a co-packer and I can start, uh, getting it co-packed, I might be able to then focus more on selling them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus trying to, Create them, distribute them, and do all of that.
1: Right. Yeah, no, right now you're doing everything.
0: Exactly, and it's just a lot. It, it, it kind of, it, it makes you, it, make, it makes it hard to be able to push out new distributors. And and obviously, like, right now, we were talking to two or three distributors right before all this happened, and it all kind of just stopped. Because no, yeah. no one's going to bring in a new line.
1: No, like, there's there's so much uncertainty that, Yeah. you know... These stores still aren't, you know, they're not selling as much, especially you know that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so they're they're like no one's gonna bring in a new line. We've had a couple people that, um, you know, that did did a couple big reorders with us with us, which is great. Um, but that's the other, that that's the other hard thing, right? Yeah, y- they're not they're not reordering their regular amount. They're all like, "Well, right. could we do you know instead of doing two cases a piece, we'll do one?" And it's like, "Okay, cool." Like, well, you know? They're they're nervous that it's not going to move,
1: right? I mean, you they're know? getting hit. They're getting hit too.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? But it, it sucks because it, it's yeah. just that it's that waterfall effect, and that's yeah. what that's what we're all 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 waiting to see what happens with how does the waterfall effect happen to 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 the food industry to the to the barbecue industry to everything because i'm sure like right now people are still buying grills people are still buying that i know that but eventually it's gonna there's gonna be some kind of water you know there's gonna be some kind of effect right that People stop buying that shit.
1: Right? Yeah. No, I agree. At, at some point they will. I mean, if this thing doesn't... I, I I, think we come out of it soon. But, you know... Yeah,
0: but how do we come out of it? Because I know, like... Yeah. If you look at, like... Not... I mean, Texas opened, right? And they... A lot of barbecue restaurants chose to stay closed. Yeah. Because they're they're opening with their they're opening and saying that you can only put in twenty five percent of your your dining room.
1: Yeah. Most so people, you,
0: yeah. Most people can't function at twenty five percent.
1: No, no. You you still got to pay
0: your staff to be there, and
1: n- not enough. And now and now you're selling a quarter a quarter of what you should be.
0: Yeah, and that's saying that you know you, you're paying, you know, you're paying a waitress, you're paying about, uh, a busboy boy, you're, you know, you're paying for, you have to pay for a hostess,
1: mm-hmm.
0: somebody to do all that. Um, I mean, obviously you can be doing it too, but it, it's just, the you know, the, these expenses are there, right? right? Yep. And it's not enough to, to like, the food's not generating enough of that with that little of people.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So no, i do. Yeah, I, I'm bummed. My my local Ace Hardware finally picked up Big Green Eggs, so uh, I you know could have done some stuff with them,
0: and yeah.
1: <laughs> now I can't for a while.
0: Now you can't, and and then that's the other question: At what point do you think people will feel comfortable taking food from you? Right. Yeah. I mean. It...
1: Right. Yeah, you standing out front of an Ace Hardware serving them food. What yeah. Trying to hawk them food. <laughs> when <laughs> exactly? We're we're not quite to that point yet. Right?
0: So, I mean,
1: yeah. I don't I don't know what what when that is. It's probably it probably isn't this summer, but yeah, I
0: hope it is. I god, I hope it I, you know, I hope that we get something this summer because I mean we had festivals booked too, and which I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I don't think festivals are going to come back this summer. I yeah, really our don't.
1: Big, our big ones in Milwaukee: Summerfest and Polish Fest, and yeah, uh, Summerfest moved. Summerfest just moved the dates, so Summerfest is still happening. When do um, they move the dates to? Uh, I think it's in September.
0: You think it you think they, they moved it or do you think they're going to they moved it and then they're going to cancel afterwards? Uh, that I don't know.
1: The other festivals they've all canceled, you know, fireworks at the lake they've canceled and So, I just we'll wonder see. if they're,
0: you know, going to end up canceling it. Yeah, you know, they, they don't might want do. to, but
1: Yeah. they're just delaying the inevitable. Anyway.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? They they're, they're like, yeah. "Oh, well, we'll push it off." We'll push it off. We'll push it off. We'll push it off, and then it's like, well, I guess we can't push it off anymore because,
1: well, we got canceled. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, you can only push it off so long. It's an outdoor festival.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I've been I've been to Summerfest <laughs> numerous times. Yeah. Um, it's right on that beautiful Lake Walk um, yeah. you guys have. Um, so yeah, you can only push it off so far before.
1: Yeah, you you hit late fall and winter, and you can't do an outdoor festival here. Yeah, because it's cold. Bands aren't going to come.
0: Bands will come. I I don't know if fans will come.
1: Fans won't. Yeah, I know that's for sure.
0: (laughs) And, I mean, that's another thing, like, that this virus is kind of, like, messing with is, like, the music industry, all these industries that people aren't really necessarily thinking of, that people make a living off of, that now they can't do. And we don't know when you're going to be able to. Right. Like a good buddy of mine is a sound guy. And it's like, man, when are you going to be able to go back to work? And he's like, I have no idea.
1: Yeah. I, when when are we going to have big crowds again?
0: You, you just don't know. Who knows? Honestly, who knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody has any idea when big crowds are going to come back. It's just, it, it's insane. Um, yep. we'll see what it does to obviously food pricing, Like like we said, um, I'm sure it's going to, it's going to get messed up a little bit. Um, but as far as it, if you're going straight to straight to the consumer, like you're buying your cow straight from the farmer, right? Yep. So, I mean, you're, you're going to be golden right there. Yep. Um, right.
1: Cow to the. To the. Uh,
0: to the grill? Cow, cow straight to the uh, butcher and then straight here. Yeah. Now, here's my question. When you get your whole cows or half cow, whatever, what do you ask for? Are you asking for mainly primal cuts? Are you asking for how are you asking them to butcher it up now if you've never purchased a cow guys or if you've never purchased a whole hog or anything like that um when you get a whole hog or you get a whole cow what you end up getting is that the butcher will ask you how how you want them to butcher it and they'll butcher it pretty much in any way that you want it that's feasible right so when you go when you go with your whole cow how how did you how did you go about that um so yeah, you typically you'll get a sheet from the you know the butcher, yeah.
1: The butcher. It'll ask you what what you want, you know, what thickness. I'd like to go, you know, with thicker steaks. Um you know, they'll even ask you if you want one one steak to per package, two steaks per package, whatever. So you I mean you can get it you know, packaged it however you want it. Yeah. Um I I don't go, I, I normally don't stray from the sheet, you know. I ask for thicker cuts than what they,
0: what they usually you know,
1: give. Yeah, what they have listed. You know, normally the, the butchers up here, you know, the largest, they'll have a one inch steak as, as the thickest steak that, you know, yeah. on there, but so you, you can write down more, um,
0: now, do you think that's just because the consumer normally doesn't know?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think the consumer knows. I mean, they look at half inch, you know, three quarter inch, one inch, whatever, and
0: they—that's
1: good. They don't know it. Yeah, I mean, I, me personally, like a thicker steak. It's easy to, you know, reverse sear. Reverse sear it, and you can cook one steak and
0: the whole family eats. Feed and the family,
1: yeah. I mean, you get a nice two inch thick steak, and yeah you feed the whole family. You only got to cook one. Um, no, so I don't, I, I don't really stray from the, um, order sheet. This time I asked for the beef cheeks. I don't know if I'm going to get them or not, but (laughs) I I want them. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't stray from it, you know? So So it's, it's this, you know, round steak that, get yeah. chuck steak, the T-bone, the sirloin, the ribeye,
0: you know, mm-hmm.
1: a bunch of roast.
0: ton of ground beef. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I you can do a lot with, with ground beef. Absolutely, but that, I mean, I, I think that's always, that's why I always think it's funny when, like, companies are like, we'd love to send you ground beef. It's like, of course you would. You know what the hell to do with any of it. Exactly. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> You'll send me one good steak and then five – they're like, I'll send you 500 pounds of ground beef. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. – I mean, I'm not I'm not complaining about it, guys. If anyone wants to send me ground beef, please do. But it's just – I always find it funny because it's like, man, you just need something to do with that damn ground beef because there's only so many, you know, ribeyes on a cow. And, you know, the rest is ground beef. You got to do something right. with it. Right. So – you know, I'll make some
1: I'm gonna do some summer sausages and okay. You know. I'll make some other stuff with some of the ground beef, but um Yeah, I don't I don't stray off the sheet.
0: You don't know, you don't get adventurous? No. I've never no, done like, have you ever done, done it? I've never done a whole cow or I've never done half or a whole cow. Yeah. But I've done pigs. Okay. So we've we've done a couple pigs, and I normally ask you know I, I ask for most of the primal uh, cuts you know I want I want my I'll do a couple chops, but I want my ribs, I want my yeah. spare ribs, I want my belly, um, I want I want my shoulders, I want my yeah. hams to stay all you know all intact, just because all all that shit's easy to smoke, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no question.
0: There's no reason for them to you know, cut it up and put it into sausage. A lot of them just cut it up and put it into sausage. And then the butchers tend to always love me too because it's less work for them. Just yeah, leave it even it in primal.
1: Yeah, they, they just get to butcher the butcher the pig and they don't have to go and make the sausage.
0: Yeah, they're just like, here you go. You do
1: whatever the hell you yeah, want with this. It, it, it is a lot more work for them to make, you know, grind it up,
0: you know, put everything in it and then have to
1: you know stuff the casings and
0: yep although i will say wherever me and paul got our last pig uh processed at we we did we went in together on one dude there i can't remember the butcher shop's name but it's up by him and their like sausage recipe because they were like do you want us to make brats and i was like yeah yeah you know we'll take a couple." Um, and I was like, Oh, we made them. And I was like, these are the best brawlers I've ever yeah. had.
1: Yeah. Some of these little local butchers, they make some good sausage.
0: And I was like, Holy shit. This dude hit like everything was like, <laughs> and it wasn't just like one time. Cause we got it. Then Paul got right. another one and I, I stole some sausages from him. And I was like, man, dude, they their recipe is just, it's on point. You know what I mean? it, you it tasted always, right every time exactly you can always you know you, you clocks right twice a day so uh <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes you're like oh well you know they hit it but then you go and get it and it's like ah, eh, well it wasn't great but yeah right. you know, it wasn't bad but no they they, they really know what they're doing they, they were rock stars and it was just fantastic
1: you got it, the right spot then i wouldn't yeah. leave that place
0: i i, I definitely yeah. won't i just like, like a restaurant. You, yeah, you know,
1: sometimes you can get ordered the same thing twice and it tastes completely different.
0: Oh yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. You know, that's yeah. that's absolutely the worst. We um That's why like whenever we cook, whenever I cook, it's always like I'm always striving to make sure that it, it tastes very really yeah. similar to the yeah. last time that somebody could have had my brisket, somebody could have had my you know, my pulled pork or whatever, it's like, I will I want it to be very consistent. It's also easier when you start teaching people, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. when you're like, you're doing my recipe. You're not, you're, you're not going off on your own little world.
1: Yeah. No, this, this is the way we're going to do it.
0: Yeah. I need you to do this. And that's, that's the rule. <laughs> yep. Yep. I will say we were, um, I was trying to teach some, I was doing a class and this one guy's like, well, I don't do it that way. I'm like, cool. Well, I do.
1: <laughs> Gotta love it when somebody from the class is, I'm the one teaching the class, man. There's a reason yeah. I'm up here.
0: <laughs> it's like, uh, well, I do. Yeah. So <laughs> let's start there. There's a reason I'm here. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we had one guy, dude, we had one guy come in kind of a little bit earlier. Like, we were, we were prepping and setting up for the class, and, you know, he came into the, came into the uh, school that we were at, and he's like, man, it smells so good. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're doing a barbecue class. He's like, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I can definitely smell all the hickory you guys are burning. I'm like, oh, I don't cook over hickory. <laughs> And he's like, what? I'm like, I don't cook over hickory. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, well, you know, whatever, the, the fire, it <laughs> smells good. And I was like, okay. I'm, and I kind of, like, made, like, a joke. I'm like, you ever think about taking a barbecue class? It might not be a bad idea. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, no, dude, I got barbecue down, I'm like, clearly.
1: <laughs> How many classes do you teach?
0: Um... I I mean last year I think I taught five, okay, but this year maybe none. <laughs> yeah, this year. Yeah, uh, this year's you know a what I mean. Story. Like, yeah, I it might might not be any this year. Yeah, um, I know we're gonna try doing some live classes. Um, I'm teaming up with. Uh, one of the shops down here and we're going to try maybe doing a live class and doing just really small snippets, like yeah. a very quick one in the sense of doing almost like, um, 25 to 30 minute segments where it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to cook ribs in 30 minutes. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to cook you, teach you how to do this in 30 minutes. Here we go. Because I feel like you're going to lose people if you go any longer
1: yeah, you can't get them to sit in front of their computer or phone or whatever for that long. For I mean, not many that people few want... A hours.
0: Like, well, I just, we just saw one and it, the guy went for a little over an hour and I'm like, man, that was rough. Like, it was a little... Like, it was long. And so you could thing, probably watch that shit all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was rough. Because there was a lot of downtime. Right. They didn't really like they didn't hit that tv magic
1: you don't have that the the problem is with that you you don't have the interaction you know exactly with, with a class with when you got people there it's constant questions it's constant you know conversational interaction where
0: and sometimes they even entertain themselves
1: you know what i mean yeah you you do it you know virtually and you you just don't have the interaction so you don't have that
0: exactly yeah
1: you can't, you can't, you have no filler.
0: Yeah. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. There's no, there's no like, Oh, I have a question about this. Oh, cool. Well, Oh, well, but when I do it, it's like, you know what I mean? And like people kind of feed off themselves and say like, Oh, but I I have that same problem or I don't have that problem. Like I had that problem. This is what, like, you know, fix this way or whatever. And it's like, Oh great. You know, you had a problem. We fixed it fantastic yeah Yeah. where when you're on live sure people will ask questions but i feel like they're almost more worried to ask questions on live
1: yeah you're just not going to have the same
0: interaction but yeah but i'm saying like i think i feel like they're worried about asking dumb questions on live because people can screenshot shit
1: yeah that could be true Yeah. And they could be like, Oh, you're sitting in a store teaching a class
0: and it's, you know, the 30 people around them, that's it. Yeah. And And most of the time you're never going to see any of those assholes ever again. So who cares?
1: Exactly. (laughs) So just ask, you
0: know, ask that question. And, (laughs) and I think you don't get as many, I mean, there's no, like when I, when I teach a class at a store, I'm charging for it. Right. Right.
1: So they're,
0: they're, they're, they're financially invested. Right. You know, they're going to give, they're giving me some kind of money to learn right. what I'm teaching. And when it's alive, they're like, yeah, I'll jump on, jump off, whatever. It'll be sure. there. If I want to come back to it, it'll be there. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We're going to try some of those and we'll, we'll see if they work or not. And if they don't, they don't. We just keep going. But if if they're, you know, if they're working, then we're going to keep maybe pushing a couple of them.
1: Yeah, and I know not it's, a bad idea.
0: I know it's a little bit different than like any of like the master classes or any of the classes that people are paying for online because it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little different. We're gonna make it you know fun, fast, quick, easy. It's not gonna be like a YouTube video or anything like that where you know it, it, it will still be alive so that we might get some interaction. We might not. I don't know.
1: So I. How long are those Master... I, I know of the Master Classes. I just have... I've never watched one. How how long are those?
0: I don't know. I think they all differ.
1: You know, I know Aaron Franklin has a couple. Yeah. Or one, one or a couple. Um,
0: I think his are, like... I think they're all, like... I think it's, like, 8 to 10, 20-minute sections.
1: Okay. So it keeps you engaged for 20 minutes, and then you, you know...
0: And keep- then you can bail...
1: You know, right. for a little
0: bit. And, watch, watch the next one later. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's the key. Is the, like, being able to bail and give these people a little bit of a, a break. Right. And you're not just, like, bombarding them with information. Because, I mean, people will only listen for so damn long before they're just like, yeah, I'm over it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I hear you.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, especially if out. they're
1: giving you know they're giving up a Saturday or something, they're only gonna watch their computer for so long.
0: They're only that's why we're thinking of doing it like trying to do it on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or, or like you know something midweek where it's like, hey, you bored? you want to learn how to cook ribs today? And you can make them this weekend.
1: That's yeah, I like that. It's a good idea because yeah. then
0: it gives them time to be like, oh, well, I can go buy ribs tomorrow. And then yeah. Saturday, I can smoke them or whatever. And I think that would be, you know, I like that kind of that. That that's my idea in my head at least. I don't know if if it work if it'll work or not. But yeah, I'm gonna try.
1: It's worth a shot, man. Exactly, it's worth a shot.
0: It's worth a shot, dude. That's all we got right now, <laughs> dude. Man, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, hanging out with us, chatting barbecue. Um, yeah. Now, I like to end this podcast in a, in, a, in a fun little way. Um, if you could give three, if you could go back in time to when you first started cooking, and you could give yourself three tips to help shorten your learning curve, what would those three tips be? Oh shit! <laughs> um. I love getting that answer. <laughs> um. It's a hard one because everyone has different tips, which and that's what I love about this question. Because everyone has a different um, opinion, everyone has a different feeling of what they knew when they first started, and kind of it was—it's just great. I love it. Yeah, you know, I I started when I was—I
1: probably really started grilling like right out of college. It's um, a good time to start. You know, shitty little gas grill. Number one, go get a gr- big green egg. <laughs> Um, you know, I, no, number one, I don't, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, everybody, if, if you're on Instagram, wherever, you know, everybody's more than happy to answer a question and no, no question is stupid. Um, you know, every, everybody's a beginner at one point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, shit, just, I learned stuff from beginners. G- exactly. J- just because we've been cooking for 20, 30, 40 years, I mean, it. We we all were in your spot at one point, so don't don't be afraid to ask a question. Um. Shit, I gotta come up with two more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, find you, you got to find that that cooker you like best. You know, there's so many different options. Um, you know, I've I've fallen into that green egg. You know, people will complain that you know, well, it takes so long to get up to temperature. You know, but whatever. If you're doing um, it wrong, yeah, yeah. Find find that find that cooker you like. Find your you know comfort zone, and and you're you're ready to go. It you know you don't you don't have to start on a you know two hundred dollar gas grill. Yeah, that you're that you're gonna end up buying one every three years because you wear it out rust out
0: if not every other year yeah so
1: you know i i I wouldn't be afraid to go for a a little more expensive uh yeah you know it it's you know i I, i'm a former golf pro I, i almost think cookers are the same as golf clubs you know those beginners in in uh you know golf always have crappy golf clubs as well you spend a little bit more money and
0: the performance is just gigantically different. Yeah.
1: There's the, the product is that much better and it's there to help you, you know, with, with a, I mean, I'm a, I'm an egg guy, so I'll, I'll, you know, pimp the egg a little bit, but yeah, you're, you're, you try doing ribs in a $200 gas grill. Good luck. You you try doing ribs in a, you know, ceramic cooker. That's going to hold the temperature and and not fluctuate at all you know you're in business
0: yeah yeah uh, you're gonna get a different product you really are yeah you're getting a whole different product um i i believe i i believe it's easier to hold temp you're not you don't get as frustrated you don't let. you know what i mean uh you don't you don't get as like upset you don't get turned off by it right yep yep that's how I look at it. If you're gonna get turned off by it because it's not, it's not doing you're, what you want it to do. Yeah, I mean you're, you you get what you pay for. You know, yeah. you, you go buy
1: a, a crappy two hundred dollar gas grill and, you know, buy it from Walmart wherever. It's, you know, I mean I cooked on them for years. They're, you know, you can do it, but. You know, the product in the end isn't, it, it's not the same. So I would, I, you know, don't you be afraid. run without though. running
0: shoes too, though. Don't, don't
1: be afraid to, to spend a little bit more money. Um, Christ, one more. Man, you're killing me. <laughs>
0: That's the best Jeez. question. <laughs> Although you are giving um, some good tips. You're giving some great tips. You know I don't know
1: it's a it's a tough one man. it's tough. I should have prepared for this
0: <laughs> no that's the best part
1: <laughs> um, all right so what uh, the smoker the uh, don't be afraid to ask questions um, you know what you're you're gonna fail. You know, you'll have cooks that aren't bad, that aren't good. You'll have cooks that are great. You'll have, you know. But in you know, in order to become a a, a great grill master, you're, you're gonna fail. So don't be afraid to fail. And uh, oh
0: yeah.
1: You know, it, it it happens. It happens to the best of them. So I, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to, you know, spend a little bit more money on a on a nice cooker and uh, ask questions because yeah. everybody's, you know, everybody's happy to help. Um, you know, no, nobody's gonna just, you know, not not answer your question. Everybody's super friendly and uh, wants, you know, everybody wants the other person to get better and and do it right.
0: Yeah, why not? I'll tell you exactly how I cook. You ain't going to cook the exact same way as me. You're going to find your own style. Yep. You're going to tweak some stuff. It's going to be different. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like everyone's okay exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, once again, guys, uh, let, let everyone know where they can find you on the internet, where they can follow your journey smoking underscore tie on instagram but
1: you know give me a follow go check out uh second city primes meats and you know big green egg cottony smokers
0: Woo! there you go great product yeah fantastic dude thank you so much and uh we will chat soon brother yeah
1: sounds good thanks mikey take care